besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. This is Super South, your Highlanders rugby fix. Thanks to SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, welcome into the uh, Super South. Uh, not to be confused with Deep South, Jeff, as I texted you this morning. That's a, that's a brand of ice cream down south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good uh, too, though. Good. Many flavours. Manaya in for Ricardo, who's leaving the building right now after a, a stunning shift on the drive show. Um, but we are here to talk all things Landers. And, Jeff, look, a little bit of a disappointing result over the weekend, but is it panic stations for the Landers? The, the show wasn't on last year when the Chiefs went through their bad run, eh? No. No. So, uh, not the show, the Chiefs show I'm talking about. So now it's a matter of I'm looking for comparisons right? <laughs> when you can see the big turnaround. So, you know, the Boston Celtics today beat the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. They had a disastrous start to the season. The Boston Celtics did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. Like they were 12 and 13. Everyone's thinking, blow this thing up, yes. you know, get rid of the coach. They made some adjustments. They made some changes. But they weren't they massive. Ma- they didn't trade a lot of players. I think there was one or two no, trades. No, just but one or two. They got rid of a couple of guys. Uh, the Highlanders aren't going to do that. But they're going to have to make some adjustments, and, and I just read a, a really good article. Um, it was just done, and, and it was with Clark Dermody, and, and he was talking about the fact that they feel as though that they're good enough to win. And then if you go back and look at their results, which I keep doing, and, and, and you know it's tough, but you start yeah. looking at how many games they were in, and you could do a very much a comparison with the Chiefs last year. How many games they were right there? How many did they lose in the final play of the game? Yeah. There were a lot of comparisons. What the Highlanders did then last year was, and the Chiefs did the same thing, is they turned their season around in the Trans-Tasman competition. Uh, What the Highlanders will be disappointed about is they still had an opportunity on the weekend, and this is what Clark Dermody talks about, they're just not taking the right options. Once again, late in games, in the winning moments, the moments that get your results. Mm. And so now they go to Fiji. Looks as though the forecast isn't great. Could be wet. Swampy. Swampy. Um, and we've seen that the Sevens tournament was just there. It could be challenging. Yep. That could play in their favour in some ways if they can knuckle down, but it will be warm, it'll be hot. Uh, and it, this Drua team on the weekend showed some really, really positive signs about why they're great for the competition. They're great to watch, aren't they? Yeah, and they're dangerous. Um, and if they don't make mistakes, they can hurt you. So, you know, they'll be weary, but by the same token, um, Clark's optimistic. Their young guys are learning. Their Ford pack is starting to de- deliver on a more consistent basis. It just comes down and when when they get those opportunities to score and 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 if they're healthy, which they're they're going to welcome back um, Marino Makelitu and and Aaron Smith into the fold. It looks as though that's going to help a little bit of their punch in and around the field. But look, um, I picked the tough year to, for me to <laughs> come into this. No, I really best time to start a business is in a recession, Jeff. Well. So you've, you've, you've picked a great time to, to come into it. But we're talking about the Boston Celtics before they turned their club around. That didn't bring anything else in. Do the do the Highlanders have what they need inside their camp to make that kind of turnaround? And, and is it even that much of a turnaround because the Brumbies are you know the highest ranked uh, Australian side? Yeah, look, I think that the Brumbies and Reds had sort of separate themselves out mm. and. Like you say, you're looking for signs, right? You're looking for little things you go, do I take out of that performance against the Brest Brumby side and going, yep, there was still enough there to suggest they can go and win their next five games. Yes. They probably only need to win four 
to make the playoffs. Yep. Um, Eight teams a, make the playoffs. That's a different discussion. You know, the fact that you can have a significantly losing record and you'll make the playoffs. But but what they're looking at right now is you're trying to work out what the ceiling is for this team, right? How far could it go? This isn't the 2015 Hollanders that won a Super Rugby title that had Aaron Smith, Ben Smith, you know, a remarkable yeah. group of young men. This is still a group that's learning. And and to me, that their, their ceiling isn't quite as high as that. It's right. the fact that what, what is it you're playing for and how you're going to get better. And, you know, if they sneak into the eight, you're going, can you win three games on the road? Well, this would be a big ask for this group. So all of a sudden it's week by week. Um, and the first week is this week to get themselves some semblance of confidence. So I look at the group. Is it the group that can win four or five of the next game? Absolutely. Um, is it a group that can go on and win a title? I'm not 100% convinced on that. And so no, now, you know, I, there are some teams out there playing significantly better rugby than them. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things I just wanted to touch on, um, obviously the, the final scoreline, 28-17, it could have been 35. There was an absolute howler at the start of that game. Wow. The I, Was he the winger? Uh, fullback, wasn't it? Fullback, I think. Uh, there was a winger outside of him. He goes to put the ball down. You see this in NFL every now and then. Just a stone-cold knock-on, one-handed put-down. That's a coach killer. Uh, just a straight-out drop ball. A, you know, like... Uncontested. Yeah, uh, yeah uncontested, you know, um, whether or not there was a, you know... And to be fair, there was a number of handling errors across the weekend. Um, yeah. And it, but, but it wasn't hot in no. Melbourne. So I'm not. It wasn't not, wet. It wasn't wet. So whether or not someone had been messing around with a, a, a Tom Brady gate, was it? Or a, a deflate, <laughs> deflate, gate, deflate gate or whatever it might have been. But there was a lot of a lot of ball going down. But yeah, it was, a, like you say, I was already swearing, to be fair, <laughs> before he had dropped it. And then I'm thinking to yourself, maybe it's going to be our day if we're going to have yeah. that, sort of, that sort of good fortune. Exactly. Oh, right, was it top right, the fullback? I think it may have been, yeah. yeah. it was right, yeah. Um, oh, they, they tried to help us early on. We, we, were, we were, if you think about the game of inches, we were millimetres from a try, I think, on the right-hand side, which would have almost, if you got the conversion, the Hollanders would have been in front. And if you'd watched the game in some ways, you would have thought that's a travesty. But what they have shown they can do is, is in, in the back half of games, the second 40 minutes, Clark Dermody talked about this as well, is the fact that they're leaving themselves too much work to do. You yeah. know, chasing games. And and what we've seen is they won't go away, but they it's should. too much. It's too much. Yeah. Having to score one too many times in the second half. But I, I do think that that was also a factor of the Brumbies being the top team from the Australian comp. Mm. I didn't think that the Highlanders were outclassed, but the Brumbies did what winning teams do, just keep, just keep the margin just enough, you know, take your three points every time it comes up on offer. So do you think that that, if you're... In the Highlanders' camp right now, are you looking at the rest of the schedule and thinking, well, that performance that we put out wasn't bad, and that would be I, that would be there or thereabouts with a lot of the other teams? I, I think they would, if you compare that performance to their games against the Hurricanes and Crusaders, they they would say it wasn't as good. Right. You know, and, and to me, that's when you're looking at you going, you want to have a trajectory that's going up. There are still elements of their game which they're feeling that they're doing well in. That they are particularly, I mean, really impressed with the improvement of the. The collective work of the Ford Pack, thinking really, really solid up front. Scrum's looking really good. Lineouts yeah. operating really well. You know, lineout drive is clearly still a, a weapon for them. All of that. So when you're getting that, you've got to ask yourself, okay, what is it we're not quite nailing? Mm. And 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 that is pure purely when they get into that that attacking red zone and attacking 22, their ability ability to break down and put the defence under enough pressure to create a try scoring opportunity and that's that's as simple as it gets for them yeah. is that they are in we saw it against the Crusaders we saw it against the Hurricanes 
Um, the twist on the end of the punch. Yep, just exactly. It's exactly that. And the defence right now, but this is not just for them. In a lot of cases, is winning the day in, in, in the contest, particularly in that red zone. So, but like you say, there was um, Valentini, Samu, Brown, really, really good for the the Brumbies. Yeah, we've got to give credit where credit is due. They're a good rugby team. They were, they were, you know, like and like you say, they should have scored. They should have walked one in early on. Yes, um, they should have probably been in control of this game, and they kept letting the Highlanders get back in. Um, so. Uh, like it was a tough watch for me, a frustrating watch. I didn't want to have, be the Highlanders to be the first team to go down to an Australian side. No, but they, they won't be the first. I imagine this year, uh, this season. I don't think they'll be the only one. No, and they'll, going into that round, yeah. you could have also said maybe the Hurricanes. You know, might have might have dropped that one to the Reds as well. well I mean, in some ways, they, I mean, seventeen nil down. Yeah, um, Reds don't score another point. Yeah, and and what in the last sixty minutes you got to be asking yourself what have, what have we you know what have we done, have we done so done right? wrong? <laughs> I mean, how did we get it at seventeen nil up, and what have we done so wrong in the other sixty yeah. minutes of the game for the Hurricanes? Who, you know, they're that sneaky team for me um, because I don't think people see them as a contender. But, no, you know, look at them and go, yep, they're very very competitive. But then all of a sudden, you put Artie Savia and you put Jordy Barrett in a team and. You've got a lot of fight. What they have is they have, uh, in NRL terms, a spine. Yeah. So, oh. so the All Blacks they yeah. do have are in the key positions that they need to steer themselves around the park. And TJ I th- as well, I think, is in the last couple of weeks, really impressed. You know, yeah. um, uh, really impressed with what he's done because they needed leadership uh, and, and he's doing a, doing a great job. Yeah, Aaron Smith, um, are we are we hearing anything on when he's going to be back? How, how? I think he's he's travelled. He's travelled. He's travelled. I mean, I think there was a situation whether or not this was a planned rest, All Black rest for him. Um, uh, look, he played a lot of minutes up to now. He played in every game. Um, uh, so I think he was due a break. And he doesn't it, take breaks during games. No, he doesn't take breaks. He plays a lot of minutes. I mean, yeah. He played some significant minutes. And look, um, they had two good options. Kane Hamilton's a good player yep. and a, a great backup. And, and Falau Fakatava is still continuing to, to try and work back to his best form, best form, but the signs are there. So I think Aaron Smith will be, will be back there. And he'll, he'll bring his energy. He'll, he'll bring his leadership. Um, this is a the, the, wins desperation. I think this is it. I, I think we're there. <laughs> we're there. I think we're there. I, you know, I, to me, this is. I think we are there. This still, time, let's get a little bit desperate. Yeah, the, the numbers still add up. They can still make the play in, but uh, the playoffs rather. Uh, but the graph gets steeper. Oh with every, yeah. Oh, it's getting tougher <laughs> with every loss. Um, you've teed up a, a cracking interview for us uh, that we'll get into very shortly. Stu Forster, who played uh, played with you. Yeah. Um, played the, my first test together. He's wow. he's all black number nine three four. I'm all black number nine three five. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that worked out, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming because he was nine and I was 14, it just how it comes out on the team sheet. Is, is it Because we both, we both went out in the field at the same time. Is it alphabetical? Yeah. Actually, okay. I've never worked that one out. Well, maybe he'll know. We'll get to him uh, right after these ads. Yeah, welcome back into the SCNZ uh, Deep South. Uh, Super South. Super South. Jeff, you, you, you want told to, me gonna, twice about this. I'm going to bring you ice cream in. I'm going to bring you some deep south. That's ice why it's cream stuck in my head. <laughs> I can't. I can't get it out. Um, proudly brought to you, Super South. That is uh, by SBS Bank, 100% owned by its customers, uh, delivering convenient everyday banking. You're one of those owners, uh, Jeff. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm an uh, SBS uh, owner and yeah. customer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And it is our pleasure on uh, Super South uh, to bring you uh, interviews with some of the greatest uh, Highlanders uh, of. of from back in the day and from today, one of them who played with you, Jeff, uh, back in the day is Stu Beer Forster. He joins the show now. Stu, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad, mate. It's great to catch up with you. Look, when I sent the text out this morning, I'm thinking to myself, I really hope the Beer says yes. I haven't spoken <laughs> to you in a while. Mate, how are you going? What are you doing? Where are you? 
I'm, I'm back in Dunedin, Goldie. Of course I'm, you uh, are. Working in uh, uh, hostel manager at John McLashan College, which I'm really enjoying and um, helping out with the first fifteen. So uh, it's uh, yeah, a good bunch of lads. Uh, definitely hasn't got any uh, warmer down here though, mate. Oh, so you're you're coaching <laughs> the next generation of superstar in Dunedin. Is that what's going on? I mean, give me one of you. I mean, you've had some great coaches over the time. I mean, who is it that you're you're calling on? You know, is it Laurie? Is it uh, Gordy Hunter? Where's your inspiration come from? Uh, well, definitely Gordy Hunter was my favourite coach of all time. But uh, fortunate enough to have uh, Jamie Joseph involved. Uh, his, his son Ben's at the school. So I, I, th- I think he's uh, coaching solely to get a son of the team. But that's a bit of <laughs> my opinion. So at the, yeah. moment, at the moment he's good enough to be in there on merit? Uh, that's debatable. <laughs> yeah. we've, got, we've, we've got a good bunch of boys, Goldie. Uh, our good mate John Timu's boy, Jack, is an outstanding player. He's, he's actually a head boy. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have a good season this year, mate. We play uh, Southland boys in a couple of weeks, so looking forward to that. It sounds as though the lads are just getting you to keep an eye on their boys. Is that, <laughs> and that's what's happening? Is that what's happening in the hostel? And, you know, for you, was was coming back to Dunedin and, and doing this, was it almost like a feeling of going back home? Yeah, it was, mate. I um, I really enjoyed my time in Dunedin. Um, obviously, I'm I'm from Hawke's Bay, but uh, got a got a special affinity with the place, and uh, really uh, great great people in Dunedin, really friendly and welcoming. So uh, it's been a good good return. So, mate, we had um, we had Crusher on, we had Josh Cromford on a couple of weeks ago. It was great to chat to him, and and you know I really like talking about those early days of Super Rugby because it's obviously significantly different and. What was it like for you when when the game went professional? Those first those couple of years you were with the Highlanders, because everyone's perspective is a little bit different. What's your perspective of the first couple of years? Um, it was a lot of feeling out period, Goldie. Yeah, to be honest, I um, I trained as hard as I did uh, when it was amateur than I did when it was professional. I think to justify our, our getting money, we we probably trained more. But it wasn't really um, productive, in my opinion, like getting up at five in the morning to run Ross Creek, um, <laughs> those sort of things. But um, we, we had a good bunch of guys. We all, obviously, a lot of us uh, never been to the gym before, did weights. Um, so that was all. That was new to a lot of us. Um, but um, the first couple of years uh, were a big feeling out period. Um, but a great bunch of guys, and we. We still keep in touch today, which is uh, the great thing about footy. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be in here when um, we were talking with uh, Josh Cromfeld about uh, he'd never really thought that you could play rugby for a job. And when it, when it dawned on him that, hey, this is going to be my job and I can just do what I love to do and that's going to be my job, um, it was you know it was ecstatic for those first few years when it turned pro. Was that the same way that you thought of it or, or, or not? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, we would have paid regardless. Um, yeah. Obviously, half of our career was amateur. And, and half was professional, but um, we definitely had more more fun when it was amateur. Um, a lot more Jamie Spates drunken, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, when it, when it uh, went professional, we were accountable. Uh, therefore, we trained more, um, and uh, the results were um, more um, um, more important, I guess. Um, and, and I really feel for the Highlanders at the moment because they're trying trying really hard. Great coaching staff, but. Um, uh, been competitive in, in most of their games, but just haven't got, got across the line. Uh, just had the one win against Moana, but um, there's no doubt uh, the boys are, are definitely um, trying hard. Bear, what is it you see now when you see the game? A um, little bit frustrated, Goldie. Uh, it's, it's more regimented. Um, there's not so much off-the-cuff uh, play what's in front of you. 
uh, a lot of pods, uh, that sort of thing, which is um, uh, really frustrating for me personally. Um, the, the big uh, thing I see with the Highlanders is they're, they're kicking a lot of ball away, and they, they're just missing one or two players with X Factor like yourself or Ben Smith. I, I, I think personally if they had someone of your caliber or, or Ben Smith's, uh, you make a huge, huge difference. Just at the moment, they they seem to be uh, lacking a bit of confidence. But they're only a couple of players away, I, I think. The game itself, compared to the game that we played, and it changed significantly. And I've talked about this at length about, you know, the, the early two thousands, and you know, and, and and it became so professional. And the athletes, you know, have changed. I mean, f- for you, when you look at the game, what is it? Is there some things you'd like to see different to make it a, a better spectacle? You talk about this, you know, players not playing as much heads-up rugby, but it's so defence-dominated. I mean, is there something that yeah. you think that could that could change the game and, and make it as fun as it was for us? Yeah. Oh, I personally think um, they shouldn't make substitutions unless you're injured. Uh, it brings fatigue and fitness back into the game. Therefore, you've got to, um, you won't have uh, as big a guys. Um, because, I mean, you're changing like for like. You know, you've got two props on it. You've basically got a front row on the bench, mm. so you swap them over after 50, 60 minutes. And, and for the, I wouldn't survive in today's game because I, um, I relied on my fitness, and, and you run it uh, tight forwards in the last 20 minutes. That's where fatigue comes into it. And it's also the same in the league too. They, they make substitutions all the time. So uh, gone are the days with, with the likes of myself and, and Dave Latter would, would survive in this era, I think. You're, you're probably as, are you as big as Aaron Smith? Uh, no, I don't think so, Goldie. I've met him a couple of times, and he uh, he definitely chucked a lot more tin around than me, mate. I, oh. didn't, I didn't do weights. Uh, oh. I didn't do weights until I went professional. So. so hold on. So you had a couple of years. I just looked at it. It says it says you're playing weight with seventy kgs. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty accurate, mate. Yeah. So so when you went into the I was gym. Always- so, so when you say we got into the gym for the first time, I remember it vividly, you know, and, and it was the fact that trying to get yeah. that balance right, it changed. I mean, did yeah. did you get bigger? No, well, that's the thing. Going <laughs> like obviously, Katrina, Katrina, Katrina Dow was the old dietitian, and uh, I, I was on creatine and all this. So I could never put on weight. I, I regret it then, but I'm thankful now. Those guys are blowing out. So I mean, <laughs> the, likes, the likes of Aaron Penny is an absolute mess, you know. So I, 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 I regretted not putting weight on then, but I'm thankful now. If what, that makes sense. What, what I knew you were going to do is you would find a way to have a dig at someone. I knew it would give you a little bit of air time, then someone would be in, in your crosshairs, you know. But you talk about you talk about um, that Dunedin community. There are there are a lot of guys from our era, the likes of John Leslie and that who are you know Case Muse and uh, who I played with, who are who are down in Dunedin, right? It just seems as though, and and this is something I'd love for you to talk about. Just you said it was a special uh, group of guys, but the rugby environment was a special environment through the, through those those uh, early days. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing about uh, John Leslie and Case Muse, they're giving back to the game, Goldie. They're coaching uh, Southern Premiers. Uh, this year, which is awesome, you know, we all we all um, we're very privileged uh, to get to see the world through rugby. So I think it's our right to give back in uh, whatever way, whether you're commentating or, or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 100 sure I wouldn't have jumped on a plane uh, and gone around the world if it wasn't for rugby. So I'm I'm extremely grateful. You talk about jumping on a plane and flying around the world uh, to play rugby. You were in the All Blacks. Now, have, have we got this around the right way? You you were one. All black yeah. number ahead of him, Jeff. Yeah, you're nine three four. I was nine three five. 
Um, and right. I, yeah. Was that alphabetical? I can't remember on the day. Was did, it? Was did it, you beat them onto yeah, the it's field? Al- it's alphabetical, I think. It's alphabetical, I think. <laughs> oh, on the day, or is it you just you decided you wanted to be one ahead of me? Is that just the way it worked? No, no, no. It's alphabetical. Memory serves you serves me correct. I set you up for three tries in your debut. <laughs> <laughs> Fair call. Uh, two of them, absolutely. Two of them, absolutely. I'm not sure about the other one, but that's when your memory was better than mine. Oh, mate, outstanding. Oh, that is a brilliant memory. What yeah. else do you remember from those uh, from those early days? Uh, aside from, obviously, oh, well, making Jeff Wilson a lot of money. About, the, the disappointing about my uh, debut was I, was I was rooming with Mark Allison. He was, oh. He was playing first five, and oh my goodness, what a shambles that was! <laughs> your, your first five, your first five, as we all know, Goldie's supposed to be organised, meticulous in his preparation. Oh, he, he was an absolute shambles. But when, when you got him out on the field, he could play. But Jesus, preparation was terrible. <laughs> we were just grateful he was there on time, right? I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just a yeah. yeah. Look, remarkable times, remarkable fun. You know, like it's. You know, people ask me often. I mean, I'm I'm incredibly grateful. I'm sure, like you are, that we got to play across and tasted across both eras. You know, so that, those amateur days. Um, you know, Carisbrook. Um, I mean, those are those are great memories. Um, I know the alumni. I think are getting together this Saturday. Is that the plan? Yeah. Well, the, the sad thing is, Goldie. I went into work this morning uh, to do some reports, and I felt I felt crook as a dog, and I've just tested positive for COVID. Oh, so stop it! Door, I'm on Jeff's door. Stop it! <laughs> Well, the boys. No, I'm, uh, the, I'm unavailable. Yeah, oh no, soon, the boys. Well, the boys yeah. better deliver to you, mate. Just get them to drop yeah, it outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you should uh, FaceTime in, just see what they're up to. But yeah. Stewie, mate, honestly, it's been great. Great to catch up with you. Great to have a chat. I look forward to catching up with you the next time I'm in Dunedin, mate. Um, I, I look forward to seeing you again. Cheers, buddy. For sure, my friend. Take care, Goldie. It's great to chat to Stu Forster, a one-time uh, teammate of yours. Obviously, he made you a lot of money, Jeff, back in the oh, day. Oh, mate, he delivered it on a plate. On a plate. Um, he, he talks about he wouldn't survive in the game right now. I totally disagree. I think there's a I, lot I, of it. I, look, he he was such a talent. Um, you know, like you don't play. He played 115 games for Otago, 43 for Hooks Bay. Here's a guy who's you know he's a he's a legend to me. You yeah. know, and. Uh, uh, the fact that he all of a sudden he started getting a bit more comfortable, then he started firing a few shots. <laughs> so much fun to be around, you know. And uh, yeah, it's great to see him back in today. And he talks about players giving back. Um, man, it's cool. It's just cool to hear him. And and the fact now he's coaching. Yeah. Got you know guys he played with John sons. You know, John McGlashan. All of that stuff to me is great. You know. And uh, what is it about Dunedin that that brings blokes back? I mean, he was a Hawks Bay guy. He just talked about it. Friendly people, friendly people, they great are, community. You know, um, it's easy to, to to get together and catch up and see everyone. It's a, it, it is it is a close group of people, and still know? very rugby focused as well. You, I've noticed. I mean, I lived down there for a few years as a scarfie, and I just noticed the way the the communities are built around the um, rugby clubs, as they are around the country. But it feels more so in Dunedin. They've been through some challenging times, no doubt about it. Uh, and like like most club scenes have across the yeah. country. But the, the, the heart and soul clubs have survived the fact that, you know, I, I just look at, you know, how some of those guys are coaching some of the other clubs or how they think about that. If, they, if I said to you, you're coaching that team now, they would have said, seriously? <laughs> but they would have, no, never, never. But, you know, I think their kids have gone on to those clubs and they've come through the systems yeah, right. and then they're going and going, well, I can help out with the seniors. And, yeah, I just think it's, it's one, of those, one of those unique places where, you know, the, the, it, it can drag you and, and pull you back. And it, 
Paul Stewie back to be in and around some good mates and some good people and now he's having a positive influence on some young men. And a positive test too as well, unfortunately, um, yeah. keeping him away from his from his revelry tomorrow. Um, just quickly before we get out of here, I see Karma's chomping at the bit. Oh, out of course there he in, is. Uh, out there in the office. I saw him running around Milford. For about the th- he's doing, he was going for an hour and a half run yesterday right? when I saw him. I've got my own run this weekend, so I'll, give, I'll ask him for a couple of tips. Absolutely. Um, what, what The game coming up, the, the draw in Suva? Uh, uh, look, I mean, it's, this is their season, really. Yeah. To me, if you're realistic about being part of the playoffs, this is the performance. Um, you know, you say that every week, but this is the, it has reached that tipping point yes. of the fact that you need to go out and deliver. Um, and and if I listen to Clark Dermody, he's really optimistic about where they've got to in certain parts of their game. They just need to start better, finish better, and play well in the middle 40 minutes. <laughs> and, 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 and we'll probably come away with a win. But it's a big moment in their season. They'll be aware of that. Yeah. Um, and, and to Stewie's point, they've been trying really hard. They've been working as hard as they possibly can. I don't doubt that. I do, and, I, and these guys are good blokes who are doing everything they possibly can. At the moment, they're just not, they're not accurate enough. And well, that comes down to this. Yep, uh, this uh, Saturday afternoon, 4.35, they take on the Fijian Drua over there uh, in Suva. By all accounts, it's going to be some uh, some very tropical conditions um, for them to put their season right. Um, thanks very much for your time this evening, Jeff. Oh, it's been great. Yeah. Deep South. Oh, sorry, did I say Deep South? I mean Super, super South. That's Super South for another <laughs> that week. That was just for you. <laughs> Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.